God wants man to be free from sin. God wants man to be free from death. God wants man to be free from imprisonment slash bondage. So God is constantly fighting for our freedom. He is contending with the stubbornness of man, the pride, the fear, the arrogance. He is contending with the bad perspectives, the sinful traits that man hold. And he wants us to be converted in our minds and in our hearts. So I've said it before. It is not the will of God that we should perish. It is not the will of God that we should die in sin and suffer without him. Because he has created us. He has made us. And so he made us with a purpose and he made us for his pleasure. So it is not the will of God that we be in terrible darkness without him and confusion without him. So sin separates us from God. Sin separate us from seeing things how they really are. Sin separate us from seeing the truth of God. Sin blinds us. Sin makes us blind and deaf to the will of God for our lives. Sin gives us an enjoyment, a pleasure, that evil is better, that evil is the right way, that evil is good, more than the holiness, the righteousness, the true ways of God. God wants man to realize that he is real that there is no other way to get to Father God, that there is no other way to get to the kingdom of heaven if it's not through the door of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who was born in Bethlehem. So there is no other way to have life that is eternal Because Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. So Jesus is the life. The good life. Because he is only good. So if people are trying to live their life outside of the one who created them, the one who gave them life, then that is... That is someone choosing death. That is someone choosing to be marked by the curse. 
Because when when the first sin, after the first sin, when the curse came upon the the whole entire world, when the curse was released after the first sin, sin has shapen the heart of man. And the scripture says that we are born and shapen into iniquity. So when people are born, though they may have not known any better or they, though they may have been innocent, there is a certain age at which God considers a person to know that they know enough that they have some kind of knowledge on what is good and what is evil. So when we don't choose life, which is Jesus, we are choosing the torment of what somebody who is going to die without Christ, what they are going to suffer in the gates of hell, which is a real place. It's not a metaphor. It is terrible. Nobody wants to go there. And for the people who said that they do, whenever they go, they quickly find out that they wish they could have had another opportunity to repent, another opportunity to preach the word of God, another opportunity to accept Jesus as their Lord and their Savior for their salvation. And they would want to tell everyone around them how horrible and bad that place is. And for the people to believe Jesus and to believe on his words. So life is trusting in Jesus life is believing on what he says because our life depends on what Jesus says we have his breath in our lungs and we are able to breathe by his goodness and his mercy Jesus He is righteous and he knows, he knows every single thing and he knows every single hair strand that is on top of our head. So when man decided to sin, it caused a veil of blindness, a covering. It caused caused a separation between man and God. It caused for us to be fearful, to be prideful, to be rebellious, to be entitled, that we are in control of our own lives, that we're in control of our own destinies and nobody can tell us what to do. Sin has caused us to believe that we are God, that we are our own gods. 
Sin has caused us to believe that we can make it without believing that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life. Sin has caused us to believe that we can do everything bad under the sun and we would still live a good life and that we would still make it into a good a good place. Which is a lie from the devil. Sin has caused us to believe that the devil is the one who is right and we should be following after him and his evil ways. So there is a separation between man and God and for the people who have not accepted Christ into their hearts. Truly and sincerely because People can tell you that they are saved, that they are Christians. People can tell you that they can read the Bible. And they may be reading the Bible. They may say a five-minute prayer. They may attend church. But being a Christian, being saved isn't about doing any of those things. It's truly making a sacrifice. It's truly laying down your lives every single day to resist the temptation of the flesh the lust of the flesh, the pride of life and the the lust of the eyes. It's truly laying down your life, forsaking your life, dying to yourself so that you can pick up the cross that Jesus wants us to carry and to follow after him. It's about obeying whatever Jesus says it is right. So if he tells us to not talk to people, certain people who are not leading us in the ways of righteousness, if he tell us to separate from people, if he tell us to not participate with old acquaintances and friends, if he tells us to go a different way, because if we keep going down the same path, we're going to die, then he wants us to obey. He wants us to obey. So our life is not our own. <clears throat> so Jesus, he, he wants us to be committed. He wants for us to be committed to him because his plan isn't to kill us. His plan is to prosper us, is to show us his goodness. And because he is good, he wants us to do good. So whenever we're doing evil things, we don't look like him. We're not looking like him because we're not representing him well. Yes, it's true. Even though he made us, he can make something. And if the thing exhibit bad, then that's what is going to be labeled as. If somebody makes a product and the product is malfunctioning. They're, they're probably going to do several things. They probably might keep it to try to work on it. So Jesus, whenever he feel, whenever he sees that people may be struggling to obey and to do right, or people, they might not be going to a good church, so he might just take them to another church that is more healthier. 
Um, he can separate the person from bad examples, bad relationships, and he can get you on track to where you need to be. He can use somebody to help you to get on track to where you need to be. So that's an example of him fixing a product. But for a person who makes something and their product is malfunctioning, that person could throw it away. And if Jesus feel like we are not listening, that we don't care anything about what he's saying, and that we're not trying to be obedient, where he's just going to give a person over to a reprobate mind, and then that person is going to be thrown away into the lake of fire. And you have another option. If... That person may, that product, that person can switch their product and they can make it into something else. They can switch their product and make it into something else other than what they originally intended. And God can switch us out for other people who will do what he is asking them to do. So God, he he wants people to be saved. He wants people to know that he is the way because this everything that we see is temporary. These things are not going to last forever. It's not going to be here forever. So God, he doesn't want us to rely on the materialistic world to fulfill the satisfaction and the void and the desires that we have because Jesus is supposed to have that part of us. So he wants man to acknowledge that he is good, acknowledge that he is God, He wants man to repent and turn away from their sin and their wicked ways. He wants man to get baptized in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. He wants man to get baptized by his Spirit, by the fire of the Holy Ghost. He wants um, man to attend a healthy church. And if you're not going to a healthy church, just ask and he will show you. Sincerely ask and he will show you where you should be. He wants man to overcome, overcome the cycles. He wants man to overcome the addictions. But man can't overcome it if they are still in the same environment and the atmosphere of where those things are taking place. So man has to separate from sin in order to and commit to Jesus in order to please him and follow him. So the life that most people are living is not life. It's only a facade. Because most people are not going to make it into eternal life. 
A lot of people are dying in sin and they're dying every single second, dropping into the gates of hell. They are dying every single second. But if you're still alive, then may Jesus have mercy on you so that you can repent and begin to live a new life so that he can save your soul from the fire. And if you're still alive, then harden not your heart if you hear that Jesus is trying to reach you or if he did try to reach you before, but you decide not to listen to it because we don't know the day nor the hour when we are going to leave off of this planet or whenever we're going to see Jesus. But there is a time, there is a day that it's approaching and we have to be ready.